Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Heart for Iran's Impact 32 podcast, here to share how our ministry and partners are bringing the Great Commission to Iran and beyond. Coming up, we have Jennifer, Manager of Ministry Partner Relations for Heart for Iran, along with Nazanin, Program Response Manager for Mohabbat TV and co-founder of Iran for Christ Ministries, where they will be discussing women, life, and freedom, a movement led by Iranian women. Dear friends, my name is Mike and sorry, I'm the president of Hearts for Iran Ministries and I want to welcome you to this episode of our podcast. No doubt you guys are following the news that is coming from inside Iran. Three weeks ago, uh, Masa Amini, an Iranian 22-year-old uh, young girl, was uh, was murdered by the Iranian uh, morality police. And since then, there has been not only a massive uprising across the largest cities in Iran, but also around the world, Iranian refugees and Iranian um, uh, people in diaspora have come to streets of Berlin, Paris, London, San Francisco, DC, uh, in uh, in bringing their voice in unity to the rest of the Iranians and applied for freedom across the country of Iran. Today, we are joined by two of our friends, two of our team members at Heart for Iran. Uh, we have uh, Nazanin and Jennifer. Uh, Nazanin is the manager of Program Response. Thank you so much for joining us, Nazanin, on this podcast. Uh, she handles the feedback and, and the response that is coming from inside Iran and Afghanistan for Hearts for Iran. And then we're also joined by Jennifer, who is the manager of partner relations. She handle, handles um, the, the relationships that we have with various ministry and resource partners. Jennifer, good to have you with us on this program as well. Um, I wanted to go ahead and um, uh, first of all, thank our audience that are listening to us and, and encourage you guys to please uh, join us and follow our podcast on the platform of your choice. We are here every month trying to give you guys an insight of how God is moving in the country of Iran and Afghanistan. Uh, the news is good, my friends, despite what the uh, news media, secular media tells us, the news that is coming from those regions are good. The church is being built. God is moving and people are encountering Jesus. But in particular, uh, since I have our guests over here, uh, two Iranian women who are leading uh, Heart for Iran Ministries divisions are here with us. And I want to ask you, uh, Jennifer and Nazanin, um, can you give us an overview, an update of what is currently happening in Iran? Nazanin, uh, as, as a gatekeeper for Hearts for Iran, can you give us an insight first and then we will hear from Jennifer? Well, um, you uh, well said, uh, women are uprising, women are protesting. Uh, it's been years that they've been protesting, but this time uh, they are courageous. And I really applaud their tenacity going onto the streets and really um, giving out their voices, shouting. And it's they're encouraging each other. Um, mothers encouraging the children, children encouraging the mothers and fathers to come on the street and just say and um, uh, protest. And um, they're not afraid. This is this is really the time that we see that fear is not controlling them. And it's actually to uh, an answer to our prayer that uh, all this time, um, the Islamic regime has oppressed the woman and uh, uh, fear has paralyzed them. And now we see that this uh, uh, fear, this bondage, this chain of fear is broken and women are speaking up. 
Jennifer, let me ask you a question. You have just recently launched a, a program on Mohabbat TV, which is the media arm of Hearts for Iran. It's a 24 uh, 7 Farsi satellite channel into Iran. You just launched a new program into Iran. Tell us more about that program and also give us a uh, touch on what exactly just Nazanin touched on, uh, a recent update of the current situation in Iran. Yes, uh, thank you, Mike. Uh, as uh, as you know, Mohabati has been standing with people for over 16 years. How much more in this situation we want to support people? And in this new program, we want to emphasize on that support. And we are inviting different guests to bring different value on why we are doing this and uh, really pray for people, for wisdom, for strength, and uh, uh, for what they have started, as Nazani mentioned, bravely started as as a result of uh, um, police uh, brutality, the death of uh, our sister, um, Mahsa was the last straw for people uh, of Iran to um, start at going against what have been what they have been going for last 43 years. The voice of a voice of, of women is the voice of generations, is the voice of, of their mothers, their grandmothers. Uh, for over 43 years, they have been told what to wear, what they are, what value they have, and that was enough for them. And I think they took the this, uh, let's say, opportunity to start this movement. Wow. So um, what we're noticing over here, and this is for our listeners as well, that uh, the, this movement is being really fueled by a lot of Iranian women. Because when this 22-year-old Iranian girl was uh, was murdered, uh, that was followed up with the murder of other uh, teenagers, uh, young Iranians, uh, and mostly girls that have taken on the street. Um, so... You touched on this really well, uh, uh, Jennifer, regarding women being at the core of this. Um, let me ask uh, Nazanin. Nazanin, uh, uh, the role of women in this uprising is a new role. How do you see that evolving? And how do you see that potentially helping or not helping this movement? Well, um, because it started with a woman and it's continuing with a woman. And I think that the women are uh, a big voice in the family. Like we see the women are uh, are um, uh, in control, I even in their own family, their um, their voices matter. They are a, uh, they're an influence in the community. So I would say that the women have a big role in the surprising. And there is so many that we don't know of. Uh, we hear few names in the social media that have been uh, brutally killed by the morality police are beaten up. But there is so many that we don't know. So many that have been taken into custody. So many that have been tortured, imprisoned, maybe have been killed and died. And because of the threats. Uh, the family are not speaking up. So um, women are really influencing this uprising. And I believe um, we're going to see good things come out of it. Now, uh, Jennifer, um, you are also um, producing uh, a Farsi super book that goes into the homes of Iranians for the past uh, few years into Iran trying to bring um, the, the gospel into the families and uh, of, of Iran. The reason I'm asking, uh, I'm sharing this is because what we're noticing in this uprising is that the new generation is rising up. 
Uh, and this new generation is not asking for a reformed Islamic system. They want the Islamic system completely out. Um, can you give us your understanding of what is going on? Because uh, um, it seems that th this younger generation really is the generation that's going to help transform the future of Iran. So I think you um, having a program in the Sunday school program that has been targeting Iran and also seeing this younger generation rising up, you're at a unique perspective. You may have a unique perspective of what we're seeing here. Can you can you tell our audience um, what the trend is and how, where you think it's going to go? Yes, uh, uh, from beginning, the reason we started the Superbook Sunday School was to give kids a different perspective of who they are, because we see the kids are being brainwashed from very early age, from the school, from the book, uh, the school books. And, uh, uh, and we see the result. They are being like slaves of the government, of the Islamic government. But that's not, we see in today's generation, that's not working anymore. We see beautiful uh, students are uprising in the school and uh, not wanting to obey the lie that that they have been told and we are we are very um, uh, glad that we have this platform of superbook that we can help them in that way and replace that lies with the truth of gospel and they can have a direction of okay if this is not right if it's if this is lie so what's the truth and we can offer them the gospel through superbook sunday school nazanin um Amnesty International announced uh, just um, a short while ago that they got their hands onto some documents that uh, from inside Iran that was talking about um, the military forces being ordered to mercilessly confront the protesters. Um, we also know that Iran has uh, has been actively, um, you know, uh, blocking the internet connection. Uh, the number of calls that you've been getting uh, into your call center from inside Iran have been dramatically decreased. Uh, the signal to the satellite TV is being jammed actively uh, and social media platforms are being taken down. Um, how does this affect the work, uh, your work at, at Mohabat TV and Hearts for Iran uh, trying to spread the gospel? I would say nothing. We don't um, depend on internet. Internet it doesn't bring salvation. Jesus does. The Holy Spirit does. So I believe all this crackdown, all this pressure has no effect. And in fact, I believe it melts people's heart to search for the truth, to look for Jesus. And the Holy Spirit encounters, encounters them right where they are. So we do not uh, rely on internet or satellite or um, all day. These are means, these are tools, but I believe Jesus can do without tools, without us, his kingdom proceeds and he touches hearts and he goes. Recently, um, uh, one lady called in and she had a vision of Jesus in a dream because she got a cross. She always loved the cross. She had a vision. And Jesus says uh, in her dream, do you know what the cross means? 
And so she was left with that question. She called us and she says, what does this cross actually mean that I love it so much? So that was an opportunity for the, for us to explain. And she gave her heart to Jesus. And she was so overjoyed. She said, I never felt this joy before in my life. And the, this is one example. So um, I believe that Jesus is working mightily inside Iran. Amen. So you're saying that despite the, the governmental prob, uh, shutdowns and everything else, um, people are still having dreams and visions, mm-hmm. which Amen. is a biblical phenomenon in principle that we, we have experienced firsthand. Your team has experienced on a daily basis. Folks, uh, if you're listening to this program or watching the po- this podcast, people across Iran and Afghanistan um, are coming to Christ through dreams and visions as fancy as good. We may think our social media, our TV channels are thankfully God is way ahead of all of us, uh, yeah. in his grace and glory. And we've seen that now I want to go back to, um, what we're seeing with this movement inside Iran and, and Jennifer, um, I'm noticing that you're keeping your, your ears close to what is happening in the country of Iran, following the developments very closely. Um, you know, we're realizing that these uh, uh, the uprisings is, is is a way for people to rebel against the rampant corruption, mass executions, rape, detention, lack of religious freedom or civil liberties across Iran. And um, when we get people calling us, uh, they usually are saying uh, one thing that's that's across the board the same. They're saying. Why is the international community not standing next to us and be an extension of our movement or our voice? Do you feel uh, that international community, uh, international leaders, or this uh, secular international media channels, um, can they do more? Should they do more? Um, And uh, can you share with us what you're seeing and what people are sharing with you as well? Uh, first, I want to say every voice counts, and uh, yes, we can we can do more. Uh, and I think people are starting. We see this movements of the whole in the whole world. You know, you see even in, in non-Iranian community. And uh, at the beginning, maybe people were thinking, okay, this is a wave. It's going to come and go, and they didn't take it serious. But every day, we see that this is. This is getting bigger and bigger, and there is a bigger chance that something good is happening. And we see the support, and definitely we asking you to please, please, however you can, from what platform that you can support this, educate people about what's going on in Iran. Because at the same time that we're fighting for freedom of people of Iran, the government of Iran brainwashing, they're giving out the false uh, information. So we have to uh, be the voice of people that what exactly going on. And, and, and uh, every support, every prayer will help. Amen. Nazanin, um, one of the challenges that this movement has, um, and we have seen within the last 40 some years, ever since the Iranian revolution, we've seen multiple uprisings that uh, Iranian government has dealt with them uh, with, with an iron fist. They have, they have uh, you know, uh, arrested people, put people in jail, uh, mass executed people. Um, it appears that people are saying that this partic- this particular uh, uprising has an issue, and that is uh, it's that it does not have a leader, a designated leader to it. So there's a vacuum of leadership. Uh, do you think, uh, in your opinion, uh, do you think the the lack of leadership 
is going to cause this movement to slow down uh, and, and lose momentum. What is your thinking? What is your insight? And what do you hear from inside Iran people who contact you? Well, I'm not a politician, so I wouldn't know how to answer that question. But one thing I know is that people are, um, I know there needs to be a leader to give them direct uh, direction so they can move forward. But um, I see people themselves encouraging one another. We had one lady go on the streets and talk to the uh, authorities, talk to the police, and even evangelize. She stood with two officers and prayed with them. So I see people are moving out. They're becoming courageous. And um I we pray, we pray, and uh, I believe our prayers are powerful. We pray that uh, people will deny Islam, deny this regime, and um, they will. They have no choice because people are now speaking up. The fear is broken. So when they speak up, when they have, when they see this courage, uh, they have no other choice but to put down their weapon. Um, that's all I can say. And we pray and I have hope and people have hope. They didn't have hope before, but they are hopeful now. And once you have hope, you're going to move forward. You're going to fight and we will see chains will break. I got three questions for you guys uh, before we finish. Um, both for both of you guys. Do you think more Iranians are going to be turning to Christ because of this recent uprising? I believe so. I believe um, because uh, Islam has no foundation anymore. So people are seeking for truth uh, and they will find it in Jesus. Definitely. Jennifer? Yes, already there are a lot of Christians in Iran, and we believe that they will be delight. They will be delight in sharing the gospel there. And we are here. We're, we're not going to stop. We're going to support them. And But yeah. there might be a period of time that when they find that freedom that we're hoping they find, because of what they have seen from religion, they might not want to accept and they they don't want to mess with any religion, as they say. But eventually, they're going to come to the point that said there is a, 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 a freedom that is beyond what they were looking for. And uh, I'm sure that's the time that the gospel will be shining, will be shining upon them, and uh, they receive the salvation. And the bigger moment will come. Nazan and Jennifer, in your own right, you guys have been too. Uh, prominent Iranian uh, women leaders for the Christian movement, uh, both on Mohabbat TV and, and beyond. What is your message to Iranian people, in particular Iranian women, uh, at this moment? And each, each of you guys can take your turn. Uh, I think I would like to say I'm really proud of them. I'm really proud to be one of them. And this is, this is I think, really in the history, this is one of the kind. What we see, it's really unbelievable. And I really pray for wisdom and strength for them. And I'm 
seeing and looking forward for the day to to see the uh, leaders, Iranian, Persian uh, woman leaders uh, to lead the country. And because they are smart, they they have gone through a lot and they have the wisdom and uh, I believe they can be good leaders. And uh, I would say that um, um, we've been praying for this for a long time. Me and my team in the call center, we've been praying for the woman. We've seen the trauma firsthand, the abuse that they go through inside their home, let alone the government. So um, uh, we've been praying for this. And I'm so happy to see this. Uh, but uh, at the same time, we are praying, you know, because out of this, there's going to be a lot of trauma and a lot of hate and unforgiveness. And we are praying for the woman to uh, to overcome, to overcome their own fear and to be courageous and to go out, not to kill, not to hate, but just to speak up and to um, um, to um, evangelize even on the streets. And so so this is how this has been our prayer, and I'm so happy to see the Persian woman uh, finally speaking up and standing against oppression, against abuse, and um, God is using them. God is definitely using the woman of Iran. And we're going to see Esther's come up. We're going to see mighty woman come out of this, and I, I am so happy. I'm looking forward. Amen. Wow, that's, that's powerful. So the last question is this for you guys. What, would, what is your message to our American and European friends, uh, people in uh, secular media and uh, uh, international leaders? What is your message to them? Well, um, <laughs> I would say um, I would say um, the West needs to speak up. The West needs to protest too and stand by the Iranian woman and the youth. You know they need to speak up. They need to go to their uh, representatives and they sit in the council, the country, um, and uh, just be a voice for the Persian wherever they are. So my message for the Western, for um, uh, even the church in the West to pray and stand with our people. You know, we say pray, 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 but prayer is so powerful. And as I said, we do not lean on satellite or internet. We lean on prayer and the power of God to go out and just do miracles on the streets, you know, miracles. And we've, he we've heard so many miracles that uh, people out of nowhere come and help the youth and pick them up and take them to their own house and minister to them. So pray, pray. 
Yes, I would like to echo Nazanin uh, on what Nazanin said and say, speak up, speak up and speak up. And uh, people in the Western, they've been privileged by freedom, something that people are being killed today by Iran. Please educate yourself about Iran and uh, let people know what's going on. I myself, I bought a T-shirt. I want to wear it in my church that when people ask, I start talking about it because I know where I'm living. Not that many people know even maybe where Iran is. So I want to educate people. And it, it, your voice matter, as you said, um, uh, as Nathani said, prayers matters. And I know that we will see miracles through these prayers and we are looking forward for it. Uh, our friends, uh, just imagine this. Uh, if Iran right now is killing and murdering their own citizens, what would happen when they get their hands on nuclear weapons? Uh, this is something that the international authorities and powers have to consider closely. And uh, there could be oppor opportunities like this to be able to change things uh, in, the, in that area may be rare. Again, we are not politicians, as, as Nazanin said, but we are praying that God would help transform this amazing nation. So we want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you, our guests. I thank our guests, uh, Nazanin and Jennifer from Hearts for Iran. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today in this uh, amazing podcast. We are standing next to you and next to the people of Iran to pray. I want to invite all of you guys who are either listening to this podcast or watching this program to visit us at heartsforiran.com. Heart for Iran is actively standing next to Iranians, uh, both men and women, who are in this uprising, who are trying to seek uh, freedom, basic civil liberties that they are, uh, they are refused, uh, religious for freedom. Uh, these are the things that Hearts for Iran and Mahabad TV is standing next to. We are sending Bibles into the country of Iran actively. Uh, if God puts in your heart for you to stand with us and help support sending Bibles into Iran, we, we need your help now more than ever before. So uh, contribute either with prayer or with your contributions to send Bibles into Iran. And as well, we ask you to consider helping us with uh, programs that people like um, uh, our sister Jennifer are putting into Iran, live TV programs, uh, empowering and encouraging the women and men of Iran. That program is live into Iran through Mohabbat TV every week. We invite you to watch it. Thank you again for joining us today. Until next time, we bless you. And please be sure to follow us and tell your friends about Hearts for Iran. God bless.